Hello and welcome to English in Your Face, a podcast for the intermediate and advanced English student. My name is Peter Mandarasina, an English instructor and translator for the past 35 years. And this podcast is on the unique subject of causatives and permissives. Now, before we get started, I want to mention that I have a presentation on causatives available on my website, petermangerasina.com. You can also visit my blog to read the transcript of this podcast while you listen. I recommend that you do that because the explanations can seem a little complicated if you don't have some visual support. There will be links in the transcript to the resources I just mentioned. Now, let me give you a roadmap of what we're going to talk about today. First, I'm going to define what a causative is. And then I'll talk a little bit about how it differs from other languages. Then we'll talk about the terminology we will use to describe each element of a causative sentence, namely the subject, the main verb, the agent, the causative verb, and the object. Now, there are three causatives, and today I'm going to talk about the different sentence uh, constructions of each of those causatives and how the main verbs and the causative verbs change for each of those constructions. What is a causative? All right, so we use causatives and permissives when we don't do the action ourselves but rather when we cause another person to do an action. Something I don't do myself, but rather another person does it for me. Causatives uh, do not exist in many languages, perhaps only in English. And the constructions can lead to a lot of confusion for non-native speakers. How does it differ from other languages? Let me give you an example of a causative that's quite common, so you'll probably know it already. I want you to close the door. Notice that in this sentence, there is only one subject, I, and one conjugated verb, want, in the present tense. There are no subordinate clauses. In Spanish, for example, in order to express the same idea, you need two clauses. Quiero que abres la puerta. Or in Italian, voglio que tu apra la porta. The K, Q-U-E in Spanish, and the K-C-H-E in Italian mean that in English. They are conjunctions that signal a new clause. So in many languages, you need two clauses to indicate that you want someone to do something, meaning two subjects and two conjugated verbs. In English, it's only one clause. Let's define some new terminology. In the sentence, I want you to close the door, the first word I is the subject. The second word want is the main verb. The main verb is the verb that belongs to the subject, so want is the main verb. The main verb can always be conjugated. I want, I wanted, I will want, I have wanted, I would want, etc. Now, here's where it gets a little bit different from a normal sentence. The next word in I want you to close the door, you, 
we are going to call the agent. The agent is the person who actually does the action. In this case, the action of closing the door. The next two words to close, we are going to call the causative verb. The causative verb is the verb that belongs to the agent. I want you, the agent, to close, the agent's verb, the door. The causative verb always stays in the same form, no matter how you conjugate the main verb. I want you to close the door. I will want you to close the door. I have wanted you to close the door, etc. However, the form of the causative verb only changes according to which of the three causatives you use. In causative one, the causative verb is always in the participle form. In causative two, it's always in its simple form. And in causative three, it's always in its infinitive form. And our sample sentence, I want you to close the door, is causative three, because it uses the infinitive. Now, it's important for you to understand this terminology because these elements change form and or position depending on which of the three types of causatives we use. You got that? Good. Now let's talk about the types of causatives. There are three constructions for causatives that use the elements I just told you in different configurations. Also, each of the three causatives have a limited number of main verbs that you can use. So let's get into those constructions now. Causative one. Causative one is a passive construction. I'm going to give you a sample sentence which we will keep consistent throughout so you can focus on what changes and what doesn't. And here's our sample sentence. I have all my appointments made by my assistant. The subject is I. The main verb is have. The object is all my appointments. And the agent is my assistant. So the formula for the causative one is subject plus main verb plus object plus participle plus by plus the agent. I have all my appointments made by my assistant. Every causative has only a limited number of main verbs that can be used, and those main verbs change with each causative. In the first causative, the main verbs, the subject's verb, are limited to have, want, get, and would like. So you could say, I have all my appointments made by my assistant. I want all my appointments made by my assistant. I get all my appointments made by my assistant and I would like all my appointments made by my assistant. That's it. The causative verb made in this sentence has no limit. You can use any verb, but in causative one, you can only use a past participle, the third conjugation of a verb. So you could say, for example, I have all my appointments scheduled by my assistant. 
I get all my appointments screened by my assistant. I want all my appointments canceled by my assistant. And I would like all my appointments recorded by my assistant. Or whatever other participle you want to use there. But remember, as in all passive sentences, the agent can be omitted if it is obvious or unknown. In the sentence, I have all my appointments scheduled by my assistant, if the agent is obvious or unknown, we can leave it out. I have all my appointments scheduled. Causative 2. Causative 2 is an active construction. It differs from the first causative because the person who does the action, the agent, is actually in the sentence. I have my assistant make all of my appointments. The subject is I, the main verb is have, but then comes the agent, my assistant. The causative verb is make and the object is all of my appointments. And so the formula for the second causative is subject plus main verb plus agent plus causative verb plus object. I have my assistant make all of my appointments. In the second causative, the causative verb is always in its simple form, which means the infinitive without to. And again, as in the previous causative and all causatives, the causative verb will always take the same form, but it could be any verb. I have my assistant write down my appointments. I have my assistant confirm all of my appointments. I have my assistant cancel all my appointments. But the main verbs are limited to the following. Have, let, make, and help. And so you could say, I have my assistant make all of my appointments. I let my assistant make all of my appointments. I make my assistant make all of my appointments and I help my assistant make all of my appointments. Causative three. This is the one you're probably the most familiar with. Remember the first example? I want you to close the door at the beginning of the podcast. Now, this causative is probably the most familiar because want is a very popular word. It's one of the first verbs you learn in any language along with the modal auxiliary can. The third causative also has the most main verbs that can be used as opposed to the other two causatives that only have four or five. Okay, so here's our example sentence in the third causative. I want my assistant to make all of my appointments. It starts out the same as causative two with I as the subject, want as the main verb, and my assistant as the agent. But because we are using a different main verb, we now need to use an infinitive. To make is the causative verb, and all my appointments is the object. So the formula for the third causative is subject plus main verb plus agent plus the causative verb plus the object. The causative verb is always in the infinitive, and like the other two causatives, you can use any verb for the causative verb. For example, I want my assistant to write down all my appointments. 
I want my assistant to organize my appointments, etc. So again, the difference between the second causative and the third causative is the choice of the main verb. And there are many choices here. You can use want, would like, and get, just like in the first causative. But remember that the first causative is passive. The agent doesn't have to be in the sentence. The third causative is active, with the agent right there after the main verb. In addition to the three verbs I just mentioned, there are many more main verbs you can use. Persuade, urge, ask, force, allow, cause, require, among others. So you can say, I want my assistant to make all my appointments. I would like my assistant to make all my appointments. I get my assistant to make all my appointments. I urge my assistant to make all my appointments. I persuade my assistant to make all my appointments. I ask my assistant to make all my appointments. And so on. Force, allow, require, and many more. And so, to sum up my feelings about the causatives, I'll use some causatives. I want you to learn causatives. I would like causatives to be used by you every day. But though unfortunately I can't make you learn causatives, I can certainly urge you to learn causatives. And that's all for the causatives. And that's all for the podcast today. Remember to head on over to my blog at englishinyourface.blog to see the transcript of this podcast and listen while you read. If you have any questions, you can contact me at peter at englishinyourface.blog. I'd love to hear from you and any suggestions you might have on topics for the podcast. Ask a question and I'll answer it on my next podcast. I am Peter Mandaracina. This is English in Your Face. And until the next time, I'm out of here. Music by Kevin McLeod.